Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yo. Yeah. Earth shattering first to burst battering. Wrong color on your turf trafficking. What up? Showing the name. Y'all niggas ain't ready for. Won't be for the street. None of my metaphors. Showing the bomb. Lebanon. Decepticon. Most high. Most fly. Bow tie like Farrakhan. All praises due to Allah. Have no idea what I do to your squad. Listen. Your face look like steak with the A1 sauce. When the guard let the AR off. Bang. Listen. Ain't a rapper that a battle on smack. I'm the rapper with the gat on your hat. Nigga. Yo, this is the Iron Rapport Podcast, and unfortunately, we were just talking about this, not that, yo, making premonitions or anything like that, just the realization, we were just talking about this on the podcast a couple of days ago, about the preciousness of life, and that in, 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 in hip-hop in general, how so many of the important artists are alive, and we lost somebody who's so so sort of underrated outside of people that really know hip-hop. Yeah. Sean Price. Ruck. Sean P. Ruck. Kimbo Slice. No, Kimbo Price. Jesus Price. Mike. M-I-C Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yo, from the group Helter Skelter, which, which, which was popular in the 90s. Duck Down, Boot Camp, Click. Black Moon. Original Gun Clappers. From Brownsville? Yes, my home, no doubt. Sean Price. Uh, the thing that I, 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 I'll just talk about what I liked about him as an MC is that he, I always said this, I said this, we've talked about this, yeah. that if, if we were rappers, I said if I was a rapper, I'd want to rap like Sean Price. Because he said, first of all, he loved mentioning that he was a goon. Right. He talked. He had one song called "Gorilla Rap," and he was a fan of the I Am Rapaport podcast. He he was a fan of the I Am Rapaport podcast. He hit me on Instagram. Yeah, it's a fucking shame. Yeah, it's a fucking shame. You know, I only met him. I met him recently. I met him back in the days in Brownsville, in passing. But I met him recently last year at a Knicks game. What? And we had been texting and emailing and shit, and spoke on the phone a few times, and then I ran into him. At a Knicks game, and yo, it's just you know, it's bad. Forty three, passed away in his sleep. Yo, just a, you know, and 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 his name has been brought up a lot because the Twitter age, 
I see his name was a lot of blogs, a lot like TMZ and all that stuff. And 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 you know what? I hope that it becomes trendy to check out Sean Price. Word. Like I hope it becomes like if you never knew him, yo, there's no shame. Like yo, check him out. Check him out. There's no reason to like yo, I knew him. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The music lives on. Helter Skelter. Check out his records. Mike Tyson, Monkey Bars, Jesus Price. Yeah, great. Yo, but for me. But wait, let me just, on, ahead, on, yeah. on that point, on that trendy point, because like a lot of times when people pass, they become more famous. Let him become more famous. He's yeah. got a wife. He's got a family. He was never, never super duper platinum. He came out at one point, one of his things, when I fell, when I realized, I was like, yo, who the fuck is Sean Price? And I didn't realize it was, it was Ruck from Helter Skelter. He came out saying, I'm the brokest rapper you know. And I was like, who the fuck would say that? <laughs> right, word. I just like, the sense of humor, like he had such a good sense of humor in his music. So, yo, I hope his music becomes, you know, like people will be like, Sean Price, Sean Price. I think buy the music, don't steal the music iTunes and music or steal the music but just check the music out and it's just a disappointment man it's just disappointment because yeah. that was a good dude a true goon in his day a true New Yorker true New Yorker yeah. true Brooklyn kept, guy kept kept that music like we don't you know a lot of people are not familiar with Sean Price right but he kept that music that hip hop New York. He kept the New York to the... He never strayed. He never went away from it. This is a dude who could freestyle, who could rhyme for hours. Right. I, I said that to him. I was like, yo, you probably just when you're making breakfast and pancakes, like he could just rhyme over <laughs> any beat. Check him on YouTube. Yeah. He's rhyming over all kind of shit. Funny, creative. Clever. Clever. Yeah. Never taking himself seriously, but serious. Yeah, but kicking that shit. But that's why he had a good dichotomy, because he had a very good sense of humor yep. in his lyrics. But he also was goon status, official goon status. So, yo, man, it, it's just... It, never it, deviated from that boom bap music. Never deviated from that, that boom bap. That, that East New York grimy sound. Brownsville, he's right from where... right. Brownsville, East New York, that that group home, that that, that Gangstar, yeah, that MOP, the slapping snare drums, that's New York. They never went to the southern type of bounce shit. It's they kept it in East New York in the Ville. He's one of the last yeah. dudes to stay on there. That dude would always tease me every time I spoke to. Him. I'm not like I wasn't going to say I'm those great friends with this guy. I was a fan, more of a fan than I was a friend. But I, right. we became friendly. And every time I would communicate with him, text, email, or when I see him, he would, the first thing he would be like, yo, I remember I seen you in Brownsville walking around in some flip-flops with two, with two hounds with you, with two dogs with you. And he always was like, yo, that shit bugged me out. Right. And I, I know the day he was talking about, yo, all I can say is Sean Price, you're going to be missed in hip-hop. You're yes. going to be missed by me as a fan. Missed by the I Am Rapport podcast. I hope people explore his music. I hope people um, continue to love his music. Check him we're, out. We're going to try to do some sort of tribute or something at some point. He was very, very, very well loved. Very, very, very well respected. Unfortunately, not very, 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 very well known outside of like true hip hop people. Right. But the name and the music will live on. Sean Price, Sean P. Yes. P. Rest in peace. Yeah. I'm almost famous, yeah niggas is half ass, almost anus, got a new car, almost ranged it, we broke bond and chain, almost exchanged it, I hang with niggas that's two time felons, first of the month, on the stupid dime selling, yeah. Sean Price is dumb Sell crack on the block with Mike Tyson from Listen, I like fighting but they're nice with guns I might knife him but I like my gun Unleash me, Paul, Daddy the dog With my eyes on the green, nigga Kermit the frog Stupid with mine My stupidest lines, I put them together Turn them to a beautiful rhyme Is Brooklyn in the house? Is Queens in the house? Staten Island in the house? Boogie down in the house. Manhattan in the house. They never fucking say OVO. Is Toronto in the fucking house? No. They've never said that. Now, that's not to say that there's not live dudes up in Toronto. I'm sure there's some live dudes in Toronto. Of course. But when you're talking about hip hop, 
you can't just have one guy and then be like, this is an epicenter of hip hop. Yeah. They have one motherfucker. I'm sure they love it up there. And yeah. as they should. And I support hip hop being loved by anybody. Uh, absolutely. But to try to claim that shit is sweet and put the quote unquote sixth on the map. What's, what, what, That's what, what Drake. The sixth? What's sixth? I don't know what the sixth is. I don't know what the sixth is. Is that like a zip code? I don't know what the six is, to okay. be honest with you. Yeah. But they slang. say the six. That's, that's, the, that's the, the, the Toronto thing. Yo, I'm from the six. The six. I take the fucking... J-Lo was on the, her song on the six. Six train to the Bronx. The six train downtown, downtown to the four, to the five. Yeah. But I don't know what the six is, except yeah. for the six train. You got to clarify that. They have to clarify. And you see... You see what? Charlize Theron adopted another, guess what? What? Another brother. Get the fuck out of here. Another black baby. What she got now? Five of them? No. Wait, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Another one. I don't know from what, I know it's somewhere in Africa. They, 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 they big trolling in Africa. Right, but I want to say, what do you have against white people? Huh. What do you mean? What do you have against white kids? What is so special about that little black kid, that black baby, that would make you dismiss any other white? This is a, your fifth black child. What I don't think she has. What is your <laughs> what? You're so you're so fixated on where where's this one from? The Congo? <laughs> I don't. Like they 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 go they go pick them up like rutabagas. <laughs> Dust them off and show them to the world. <laughs> when it's some golden globe shit, look, I got another one. It's like some Bud Collins no shit. shit. Like Bud Collins, remember he used to do the fucking US Open shit? She come out there with this fucking one that she picked up from fucking the Congo. Who? Uh, Charlize Theron, right? And you come on the red carpet, the, the announcers never heard of this, so they see you. Yeah. And they're like Bud Collins. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. He's a dark fellow, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Look at his hair. Oh, she shit. She didn't comb his fucking hair. Another one. Another picking in. We we've talked about this on the Iron Rapport podcast. Yeah. If you've never heard us discuss, we 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 we're all for adoption. Yeah, we think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. The question that was raised is, what do you have against white kids? This is a fifth black baby. I'm pretty sure that Charlize Theron only has adopted one other kid. I think it's her second kid. Is it Jewish? The kid? Yeah. No, it's not fucking Jewish. Where, 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 where are they from? I don't know. I know the first some, one is from some, Africa. Some swamp. They go on these missions. What you doing out there? You, like we said before, yo, there are poor neighborhoods all over the fucking world. There's Why orphanages. are you focused on my continent? There's orphanages in, in the United States. Everywhere. They go out there and they pick them up. But you see, if I was the, uh, the fathers and the mothers and shit, I'd be like, I'm coming with you. Right. You're not just taking my baby. You go, if you want, you want little Abubaka? Right. You got me too. <laughs> and you're going to get me a job and you're going to do all that. One hand wash the other. Right. You want to be on a fucking carpet with my little black baby? Right. Keep them. Then you're going to get me a job with Mr. Weinstein. Right. <laughs> right. You think that these guys should start negotiating. Right. Fuck yeah. You get a lot and I get nothing. And I lose my child. Right. I want all his clothes. I want all the shit. We don't eat over here too much. We're going we gonna to fucking, you're going to fuck up. We're going to fuck you. Right. And then they'll stop going over there. Right. <laughs> 
This is the Iron Rapport Podcast. We came in hot. We'll be right back. The moment you've been waiting for is almost here. Football is just around the corner, and you could start the season by winning $2 million in week one at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. $2 million fucking dollars, G. Monetti. One week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's like a brand new season every time you play. Just pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. Pick your players, pile up the fucking points, and pick up your cash. That's that's what's up. G. Monetti, the I Am Rapport podcast. We are pumped. For real, for fantasy football. Word. You can get started by playing right now. Prepare for the regular season with preseason contests running through August. You can get your uh, all your training, learn the systems. I'm telling you, I think playing in August is good. Contest games, you learn the You could win money. I'm a fantasy addict now, G. Monetti. I see, man. You've already, you've already been scouting players for your season-long fantasy team. Put that knowledge to the test every week this football season at DraftKings.com where you could turn your love of football into a lifetime of cash. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use the promo code RAPAPORT, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, to play for a free shot at $2 million in the Week 1 Millionaire Maker. Enter RAPAPORT for free entry now at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com, that's DraftKings.com. All right, we're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. We were talking about topics we were going to talk about. Alden Smith, do we need to talk about yet another fucking NFL player? He's out of the league. They cut him. He's got to go. This guy's been in and out of fucking trouble since he got in the fucking league. Yeah, yeah. Alden Smith, great defensive player for the 49ers. He he was suspended for like almost a whole season. Yeah, and he's still wild out. And he did some crazy shit. He hit and run or something. I I don't know, man. So... That tells you, all right. There's no coming back, yo. At a certain point, it's like, yo, we're cutting you, yeah. and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna suspend some of this money, and we're gonna use it for you to be in mental institution, to be institutionalized. You yeah. need mental help. We want to do this before you wind up going to jail, because you're a professional football player and you have a problem, right? And, and the, the majority of people can't afford mental help. But the 49ers do him a favor and get him men- mental assistance, yeah. just like Sheldon. Richardson on the Jets. I'm, I don't want him to be suspended. Obviously, he shouldn't be playing football, but the title shouldn't be suspended. It should be money is being held pending mental evaluation and treatment. This is no joke. I'm sincere about this. The, you know, because there's a lot of people in, in, in jail who've done terrible things, but not necessarily violent crimes, but crazy shit that are mentally ill yeah. more so than criminal. Speaking of criminal, how how the fuck? What? Yo. What up? How the fuck could the Colorado theater shooter, he, he, he's getting life in prison and not the death sentence. Yo, I, I, I mean, I don't want to talk about things that have already been talked about. I, I, just, I just don't understand it. And if I was in Colorado... There has to be some way to rally around being like, yo, you're not going to take my tax money and, and I'm not paying for this guy to live in prison. He shouldn't be alive. If they say he has mental illness, that's not the kind of mental illness that should be on this planet. So however you... He you, killed you, 12 motherfuckers, right? In, a, in, 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 in the theater, injured other people. What's the reasoning for keeping this person alive? One person in the, in the, in the, in the jury apparently couldn't get off the mental illness thing. And, and like, that's not the issue. Of course he's mentally ill. Yeah. He needs, okay. He's going to stay alive, and he's young, so he's going to be in prison all these years, and, 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 and the tax people. See they, see, they need to have a system where they override that person. Somebody overrides yeah. it. Get the fuck out of here with where that. Where you let the people of Colorado vote. Yeah. You want him to die? Yeah. All and right. then that's it. And get rid of him. Yeah. And, and save the, the country's already in a recession. Are we in a recession? Coming out of it. Coming out of a recession. Sorry. We don't fact check here. I, yeah. Some people will tell you we're in a recession. Some people we won't will say you're not in a, in a recession. We don't fact check at the Iron Rapport podcast. If you've never listened to the Iron Rapport podcast, just know that this is a non-fact checking entity. Yeah. We pride ourselves on We that. pride ourselves that, number one, we don't fact check. Number two, we have no computers and or phones 
in, with, in arm's reach while we record. And if we did, we wouldn't use them because we don't fact check. That's right. So this is, this is the first time, G. Monetti, I've ever rushed home to watch any political debate. Oh. Now, some people be like, you're such a fucking loser. You don't watch debates. Listen, I'm keeping it real here. Yeah. Don't lie. Yeah. You motherfuckers don't do it either. They're like, you're so dumb. You I fucking watch never watch political debates. Yo, you tell me the last time you rushed home to watch a political debate. Yeah, Smarty nobody, pants. Nobody's doing that. You're, you're so fucking smart. <laughs> but I rushed home to watch Trump. D. Trump. And, 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 and we are now officially calling him D. Trump. Like, like, like Debo or like D. Ruck or D. Stroy yeah. or D. Williams or D. Moody. Yeah. Like, he deserves like that kind of name. Like, oh shit, there goes D. Trump. Yeah. Like, he's a goon. Yeah. D. Trump, you get goon status. D. Trump is awesome. at the debate. Acting like he's a drug dealer in the 80s, clearing his block. Yeah. He's on some street shit up there. He's on some street shit. He's on some shit where I'm like, I'm number one, I'm following politics. Number two, he's making the debates exciting. Yeah. Number three, you know what my favorite thing is that he's bringing the, the stuffy, probably way more qualified other politicians down to his level. Yeah. So he, 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 with his crassness and his abusive nature and his vulgarity of, of tone and his um, inappropriateness in, in a political setting, he's making the other candidates show what they're about. And yeah. I want to know what they're about. Right, right. I want to see you curse. I want to see you get angry. Yeah. I want to see you, you, you. I want to see you grab your dick. I want to see you scratch your ass. I want to see the lady be like, "Nah, bitch." I want to see that from the candidates. Yeah, yeah. Trump. I want to see you angry. I want to see you frustrated. I want to see you not happy with the way this country is being run. I want to see you not happy with the with the status of 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 the country. I want to see you unhappy with homeless people, with unemployment. I want to see the the politicians be genuinely fucking offended by that shit. That's right. I want to see politicians be genuinely offended. I want to be able to tell my local politician, "Hey you motherfucker, my car got broken into last Friday." Again, you fuck. This is a true story. I know. And I want the guy to be like, "Really?" And I want the mayor of Los Angeles to be like, "Well, what happened?" And I say, "My fucking car's been broken into. It's like a fucking it's like a fucking riot zone over there. It's like a candy store with no fucking with no employees in there. People just come and break into my fucking car all the time." And I want the fucking the, the mayor and, and the politician to be literally as upset about that as I am. They should. People are, people are, are starving on the streets. I want to see my politicians be offended and, and, and moved to tears and frustration and to vileness about that shit. And the closest person I've seen to do that is Trump. Word. D. Trump. Now, we talked about this fucking guy and his comments about the Latinos and how I said that was slave owner mentality. I'll insult them, talk shit about them, and then I'll get their vote. That's yep. slave owner shit. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I don't agree with that. Yeah. But I do like the fact that he's like, fuck it. And he's leading. I told you what. what, what <laughs> Yo, I, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna give this to you, Trump. We're going to give this to you. We have the slogan that'll, that'll cut through all the bullshit. Okay? Right. Gerald's going to tell you. Gerald came up with something that's brilliant. And, and we're going to give this to you. You could take it. And, and I think this will definitely push him over the top to at least be the Republican Party candidate versus Hillary. The slogan is, I hate the niggers and I hate the spicks. And you do too. Vote for Trump in 2016, you fuck you. <laughs> Yo, take it and run with it. That's, that's right. free of charge. Yeah, that's right. If you have the balls to make that your fucking slogan... Then, yo, go ahead. Because, yo, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. And that's why he's winning, because he's appealing to the, the masses who are fed up. Yeah. And it's they, like, yep. I, I, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this shit anymore. And, and Trump is promoting the great American scapegoat. The great American scapegoat, which is what? The black man. We'll elaborate. When you want to galvanize your fucking, your group. Yeah. You have to kind of appeal to them. So you have to say things 
that they fucking think, like, but they won't say. Like so Trump is roarer than anyone Yo, has ever roar, been. Roarer than any Democrat right? too. There's no double speak. He's like the fucking Mexicans are etc. etc. Et etc. Et yeah. You see, he doesn't so, give a fuck. So when he's saying that. Those people in those those red states are like, that's my guy. That's, yo, yo, I, 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 I'm going to tell you, you know, I'm not saying he has our vote. And, 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 and let's be honest. A lot of political parties have reached out to us that's to have right. their backing. Yeah, we, said, uh, we, we don't, we don't we haven't know. mention that. We haven't <laughs> mentioned that. Uh, but we will tell you that political parties have reached out to the Iron Rapport podcast. Right. And they want our support because of the influence that we hold. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It could verify this, please, Joe. Yes, yes. And we're wavering. Because we're wavering. We don't know. We don't know. We're yeah. not going to name names because that's not politically correct. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, right. And we're not fucking with Chris Christie. We're not. We're not. I'm not going to say. Rule he, him out now. I'm not, not going to say he has or he hasn't. I'm not going to speak on any interaction I may or may not have had with his people. I'm just saying that let's just say a lot of people, a lot of political candidates and their parties and their people have reached out to us at the Iron Rapport podcast. And we haven't made a decision who we're going to back. And I'm just going to leave it at that. That's right. Leave it there, bro. But we, I'm into politics this year. I'm following it closely. Uh, my, 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 right now, I would love to see Dollar Bill Clinton back in there. Like, <laughs> fuck it. Like, honey, I'm home. Like, you know how happy the people at the White House would be to have Dollar Bill back in the fucking White House? Yeah, he was skeeting up in there. He too. was skeeting. Yeah. He was freaking off. Yeah. He showed the world that his fuck style was buck wild. No, a man doubt. took out his loaf and skeeted. He skeeted on, on, on a dress, dress. In, in the rose garden. Yo, my man is buck full. Who who's wilder than Bill Clinton? No one's wilder than Dollar Bill. And I told the story before. I met Bill Clinton at the All Star Game. Saw the you. you saw, saw the pictures. Picture. Yeah, he was. He wouldn't wouldn't stop talking. I couldn't believe it. I would have asked him. Love yo. justified. Loved, we talked about, move. I, I, he wanted to talk about me. I said, I'm sorry, Mr. President. I said, I, 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 I can't even believe you know who I am. He said, of course I know who you are. He, yo, he was smooth. He had the fucking blue eyes. He had his arms on me. He was cool. He was talking my ear. We were talking about the Oscar movies. Did you see this? Did you see that? That's that charming. Uh, yo, I saw the charm. International presidential I saw the shit. charm. And I had a. You got to be like that. A as three a minute, a three minute exchange with him. Yo, but not everybody has it. Nobody, yeah, can really do it as Obama genuine. Obama has it. Yeah, Obama has it. Yeah, the rest of these guys are woodcutters. Yeah, they're, they're shit. Yeah, Trump don't have it. Trump don't have it, but but he might not need it. Trump's like, yo, I'm I'm a I'm just a, I'm just a savage. He's on street shit. He's yo, like, he said the, the 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 moderator was acting like she was bleeding out of everywhere. Yeah, he's an animal, and look at his wife inferring. Uh, Menstruation. Yo, my man is wild. You're you're a wild cowboy. But Yo, he, he's like Sadat X. Sadat X came up with that term, right? That, wild that, 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 I'm a wild cowboy <laughs> from Brand Nubians. I think he yes. came up with that term. Yes. Shout out to Brand Nubians. Oh man. Fuck yes. with you, hard body, karate. Lord they might have made that made that shit up too. Hard body karate? I don't know. Yo, Brand Nubians is an underrated yeah. group. Yeah. Brand yeah. Nubians is a, a strong, strong group that has a lot of strong songs. If you don't know Brand Nubians, fuck with Brand Nubians. That first album, and go from the first album up. Yo, they're all good. They're and all they're, they're, good. The Sadat X solo shit, and their last group album is, yo, they got some shit on yeah, there. Yeah, man. I was more than pleasantly surprised with their, their last group album. They've always been great. Probable Cause, Probable Cause. They've always been great. Yeah. How do we get on Brand Nubian? Oh, Wild Cowboy. Yeah. Trump. Trump. Got a lot of style, boy. Yo, here's a song that you should check out. Song of the Week. One song of the week. Public Enemy, Son of a Bush. It's so relevant even now. This song is probably 15 years old. Check it out. Download it. YouTube it. iTunes it. Sonos it. Spotify, do whatever the fuck you do, steal it. He's a son of a bad man. Son of a bush. Very, very uh, not as well-known public enemy song. If you already know it, cool. I'm not acting like I'm Mr. Fucking... uh, We're going to learn all these motherfuckers. But if if you don't know it, download it now. Son of a bush. He's the son of a bad man. Uh, We're getting real political here. Trump, man. 
I like Trump's style, you know, because he's bringing him down to the fray. Yeah. Bringing him down to jockstrap level. Right. Like, no you know, policy. You're, you're in the locker room. No policy. You notice. No, no, not, no, no. He has no answers, no policy. Yeah, no you know, he's like, America, In the locker room, yeah. in a men's locker room, you're in there butt ass. Yeah. Right? You walk through butt ass, or you got a little towel on your fucking dick, yeah. and your ass is caming out, or you got your dick out and your ass is covered up, or you're just walking through butt ass. He's bringing it to locker room level. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't care, and yeah. I like that. I, I, I like that. I, I kind of like that, too. I, I, I respect that. I'm not saying I respect and back everything he says, because I don't, right. but I like that he's making this into, like, yo... I want you to show me who you are. I don't know if he's aware or it's conscious that he's doing it. I'm sure part of him is. I I also think that he's totally nuts. And and I don't think we could have a president that that's nuts, that that is that nuts. But I think there's some place for that attitude for somebody who's a little bit more. Like, I'd love to see Obama, like, just be, like, on that the rest of the way. He's gotten on it a little bit, but i like to see him just, like, amp it up, like, a few more things. Like, yo, man, fuck that. That's why I think Mr. Trump... Is, will be the next president. You actually think that Donald Trump will be the next president? Because we had... Here this, we are. We had August, this, it's, it's, it's the middle of August. G. Monetti is making his prediction already, that... Already. That uh, D. Trump will be the next president. Yeah, I mean, don't call him Mr. Trump. Yeah. It's D. Trump. Because we've had a, a calm guy and people didn't really like that. That he was calm and uh, kind of, you know, just fucking diplomatic. Now you got a guy where right. people want to see where... Fuck you. Right. Obama would never say that. No, he would never say fuck you. But Trump is like, fuck you. He's like, fuck it. This is America. Fuck you. We doing this. We doing that. We don't give a fuck about you. I I, I have ex-wives. I cheated on them. I say crazy shit. And so do you. Yep. That's the end. This is the Iron Rapport Podcast. We're coming right back. Great sneakers. Brooklyn. Greats.com. Made in BK. Stylish sneakers. Comfortable sneakers. I must say. They look good. More importantly, they feel good. Many different styles. Many different colors. Kevin Durant has got a sneaker made from greats.com. Marshawn Lynch has the Beast Mode sneaker. And we might be doing the I Am Rappaport podcast sneaker. Word. Greats.com. I like these sneakers a lot. I got them on right now. My feet feel good. That's what we look for. I'm a stickler for comfort first, fashion and style second. That's right. Greats.com. Go on the website. When you're purchasing greats.com, punch in the promo code Rappaport. R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. And you get 15% off. Of everything. Damn. From greats.com. All right, G. Monetti. On August 25th, you know that new show, Public Morals, is premiering on TNT. Yeah, I got my whole shit geared up to watch it. Public Morals on TNT. Cop show produced by Steven Spielberg. Directed, created by Ed Burns, 1960s New York City, gritty, tough, sexy. All I can say about my character is this. The reason, one of the reasons why I like playing the character is because he gets to smack people around. He's like a fucking head smacker. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to everyone checking out Public Morals on August 25th on TNT. And speaking of Public Morals, Public Morals was actually a division of police that no longer exist. Street, wow. con- street crimes. Drugs, prostitution, gambling. <clears throat> now they have... I don't know how the police uh, it divvies up stuff now, but that's what it was. <clears throat> but speaking of public morals, this is a really good su- su- segue. Remember last year? I, I was sickened by this. <clears throat> uh, an Asian family... I'm just saying that because he was Asian. Asian guy, his wife, oh. and his daughter, they were driving their car, and, and it was on a Sunday... And an unruly, they called it a gang. I'm sure it wasn't a gang. I'm sure it was a motorcycle club. But they behaved like a gang. Yes. Because he, I think he bumped into one of their, or they were kind of vying for traffic. And then he bumped into one of their motorcycles. And then I think he kind of uh, clipped. clipped one of the guys. The guy wasn't hurt that bad. And then 
the, 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 the biker club turned into an unruly biker gang. And in front of this man's wife and daughter, they beat him up. They broke kicked the window. Broke his windows. Probably, I mean, think about this. A little kid seeing this. And somebody's wife seeing this. He didn't hurt you. He hurt the bike. And they couldn't. They could have just called the police. But instead, they fucking they beat him up. It could have been a, worse. And it was a cop involved. Right. It was an off-duty cop involved. So last week, they finally uh, prosecuted one of these guys. And he got the lowest uh, amount of time for gang assault, which is three and a half years. And this guy's name is Robert Sims. And apparently when they gave him his, his sentence, he was crying in the courtroom. Oh, because now you got to go with Now you got to go away to jail for three and a half years. And you know what? I think three and a half years is that's... That's that, enough. That's enough. Yeah. That's, that's, probably, a, that's, that's no joke. Yeah. But what you did, what those other guys did, is unacceptable behavior. Yeah. Yeah. It's frightening. It's scary. It's criminal. And... That's what you get. Was, you're, not a fu- you're not the Hells Angels. This isn't Sons of Anarchy. Right, right. This isn't an FX show. This is real life. It was unnecessary. It was unnecessary to yeah. do that. And I've been following this case, and they just, they just gave one of these guys... Three and a half joints. Three and a half joints in, yeah. in, in, in hard prison. Yeah. And, and the guy was teary-eyed, and that he apologized. That bus ride up north, kid. Yo, Bus ride up north. And he said he never intended to hurt anybody. Yes, you, if you kick somebody... Look at the tape. You fold it under the pressure, peer pressure, and emotion, and I'm sorry. And I, I'm sure he is sorry. Right. And I'm sorry because I'm sure he has a family and how they're going to be affected by it. Yeah. But I'm more sorry for the victim because I think about the victim. And the baby. And the baby and, and somebody's father, and you have to watch that. Yeah. We and how frightening that is. And you pulled him out of the car, and it was like a ritual to do this. Yeah. Yo, now you got three and a half years to think about that. And we'll see when you're up there for three and a half we're hardened criminal. Let's see. Let's see if you bought it. Bought it. You were bought it. Bought it that day when you your crew was there. It on the street. You, you, your motorcycle was right. fucked now up. Now you got to be bought it. Bought it up there. Terrible incident, but it should have never happened. And and everybody has to pay the price. The victim had to pay his price, and and now you got to pay your price. That's right. Justice. Fucked up. What else you got, Rappaport? You know what I was curious about, and and, and maybe the fans could help me with this. Ah. Uh. And, and I'm not shitting on anybody. I'm not naming names. But there's shows in this country with foreign talk show hosts. And they, they, they sit on their high horse on network television and cable television, foreigners. And they'll make jokes about the country. And they do their anecdotal humor about the country and the policies and all the, 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 you know, the, the mishaps. In this country, and you got an accent, and I don't know where you people are from, British, Australian. That's that little fat fuck on CBS. No, I didn't, I, I'm not naming names. I, I, I say, there's I don't not like just, him. There's a few. But I, I want to know, and we don't fact check, I'm not looking it up. That's why I don't know. Is there any show in any other country where, like, they have an American or some disgruntled New Yorker insult the king of London? Right. Is there, like, a popular talk show in London that, maybe there is. If there very well might be a popular talk show. I mean, popular, not some rogue YouTube shit. I'm talking about a popular talk show, nightly talk show, where you could get on there, be from another country, and shit all over that country. Talk right. about the king and queen right. of the country, or the political up. nature, political climate of the country. Right. A good point, rap. I never thought I, about I it. I know there's not one in North Korea. Oh, oh, hell oh no, 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 no. They don't have that over there. So why we have these motherfuckers here? I don't know. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why I'm asking you and then I'm asking the fans because I, I, I could tell you're of no help to me. Yeah, because I pointed that out to you. Yeah. I said, who is that fat fuck on I'm CBS? I'm not even naming names, dude. No, I, I don't give a... You don't got to name his I'm not name, name, bro. This has been going on for years that I foreigners will be in our country doing politically... Charge humor and, and, and just dissing the country the same way John Stewart does, but John Stewart's America. I have no problem. I fucks with John Stewart, hard body karate. Jay Steezy. We fuck with you. Oh, but, but, but I'm just saying, it, like, just is it, would it be accepted to go to London and be like, yeah, the, 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 the queen was la 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 la? Right. But saying it the way we say it, yo, Harry's fuck styles, buck wild. Oh, they'll come in here and rest your ass. 
or go to Thailand and say wild stuff. Oh, you can't no, do that. You can't. They but I bet that? you if there was a fu- like we have a South African dude, he's taking John Stewart's place. Uh, do you think they would have you and me on a show in South Africa saying yada 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 yada? No. A South African guy's replacing it? Yes. South African comedian. I, I don't know. I can't remember his name. I don't fact check. You could look it up. It's very well publicized. Oh, that's weak, B. But but I'm just saying, I'm just I just I was just curious because this country, we've been doing it for, for years and years and years. We let foreign comedians just slap us in the face. On on TV every night. I don't I don't I'm offended by with it to be regularity. honest. Regularity. Unless unless I'm just missing something over there. And if not, I want to watch those shows. I want to watch like Andrew Dice Clay have a talk show every night and just banging like like the like the, the queen. Every night. In I London. Fuck the queen. Hey, you cocksucker. <laughs> the I Am Rappaport Podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Casper.com. It's an award-winning sleep startup. Go to Casper.com, $50 off purchase of any size mattress. Damn. Put in the code Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, Casper Mattress in New York City. You can keep the bed for 100 nights. You can get your freak on for 100 nights. If you do not like the bed after 100 nights, you can return the mattress within 100 days. That's a guarantee. The, the, the bed will be delivered between two to five days Anywhere in the United States and Canada. Same day delivery in New York City. We do not plug. We do not support. We do not take sponsorship from anything we have not tried and we are not passionate about 450%. I got more questions. What? Acting. Okay. This is Gerald's acting question because of the week. I, yeah, I, I want it to be serious. You've asked me about no, having no, my no, no, is, I, I thought about this. Okay. I thought about this. Because the people are offended by your questions. You know, when I was playing basketball, right? Yeah. And my pop said, yo, in order for you to be good, practice makes right. perfect. Right. So how does an actor practice? Good question. That's a good question. Well, man, that's a good question. I think that, uh, an actor can practice alone. You know, then you could go to acting classes to practice. You can, um, a lot of it is, a, is, is alone. Like you could practice monologues, you could practice walks, you could practice dialects, you could practice, um, you know, I think like a big, big, like actors talk about like watching other people. Like that's like, it, that's not practice, that's not doing it, that's more like training. Right. But as far as practicing, like if you're, you know, you Honing the craft. Honing your craft. Reading, I think, is very important. I think visually and artistically stimulating yourself, um, you know, like, and keeping that artistic spirit alive. I know it sounds corny. You're like, wait, this is the I Am Rapport podcast. You just talked about your fuck style being buckwild. What are you talking about artistically stimulating yourself? But I'm saying... Like, how do you practice for so, it? So, so if you actually have a role, you, you practice, like you put together a, a, a character. Like you'll, you'll think about the way he sounds. You'll think about the, the, the tone. You'll think about the energy. You'll think about the clothes. You'll think about the dialogue. You'll think about the dialect. You'll think about, does he look people in the eye? Is, does he not look people in the eye? Like, does his, are his hands clenched? Or, or um, does he walk fast? Does he walk slow? Is his head down? Is his head up? Like, these are all things you think about, and you'll play Play around with different things. Every single actor, you know, like, it, it's not like there's acting camp where you could get a thousand people. Like, you, you, you've been to basketball camp. You could literally get a thousand people and we could all do drills together. Like, there's, there's sort of fundamental, um, universal basketball drills. Like, you could get a thousand people on, you know, 20 basketball courts and everybody could do the three-man weave. Everybody could do the defensive slide. Everybody could do a layup line. Everybody could do, you know, uh, you know rebounding drills the same, passing drills the same. But acting is, is, is uh, it's, it's, I, there's not one sort of technique. There's different techniques. And I never went to acting school. Like, you, you know this. Like, I never wow. went to any yeah, acting. Exactly. I went to one acting class one time. At Razzle's Hall. You was doing a... Life was my fucking... Like, you know, life was my acting school. Movies was my, was my acting school. My, my father is a big yeah. influence. The uh, people that we've been exposed to, New York City is a big influence right. for me. So, but as far as, like, how do you practice? Like, when you actually have a role, you, you know, you, you spend a lot of time practicing by yourself. If you're doing a play, the rehearsal practice... Right, right, process yeah. that's important because right. you, you know like a play is you know what if there's no role like what if you're a struggling actor right and there's no role for you to get prepared for so how do you uh, get the chops to keep 
Well, there's yo. That's a good question. If there's no role to prepare for, and you do, you don't have that break, you're not getting called back. You gotta just you fucking... gotta work, but you'll find other actors of of like mind. But by yourself, you could practice monologues, read monologues, read scenes. What's monologues? Like you could read, you could you know, like from books, you could like there's there's books of monologues of acting monologues from plays, from movies, from from you know from from uh you know from Shakespeare. There you know like there's 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 monologues that you could practice. I and big, that helps prepare you. That for, helps pre- that that that's how like, does it help? It helps. It, it it's it's like doing push-ups. It's never going to help you for actually being on a film or movie set. That's a whole other experience. And, you know, a big part of being an actor, a working actor, is the auditioning process, which is 4,000% different than any acting any actor will ever do. There's, Why? Like, because when you audition, you, you, you go to a building, and then you, 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 you're in a room outside the room where you want to be and there's 20 to 30 people out there and you go in there and if you're not known you know they really um, you know rush you through it and it might be just a one and done chance you have it and you have to like you know like it's like the Eminem song Eminem song you, you got one chance one shot right. and you got to go in there and try to figure out a way to make yourself stick out without like juggling if there's no juggling in the scene how do you make yourself pop and, and you know like for me like <clears throat> I treated it like sports, like I was like, I was just so focused and, and uh, you just have, you know, you have to be ready mentally, you know, you have to be ready. It's like, it's like a heavyweight, it's like Rocky, like every, every role that you don't have, you have to think of yourself in Rocky, like you have to be prepared for when that, when that call might happen and, and right. the way you prepare yourself is to stay focused. I always say in, in this business, you have to be your biggest fan and your biggest critic. Like I run the Michael Rappaport business. I'm the CEO. I'm the janitor. I'm the dog. I'm the dog walker. I fucking clean the floors. Pick I, your shit up. I pick, I, pick, I pick Michael Rappaport's shit up. I don't pick his shit up. I fucking scrub the toilet. Like I do everything in, in the Michael Rappaport business. No one else is invested as much as I am. Right. My mother, my father, my kids. The Michael Rappaport business is just me. So when you're an actor, you have to have that belief in yourself. Like your agent, your manager, no matter, despite what they say, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, there's no one who's going to be invested in yourself as much as you are. So like a big part of survival in, in, in is being an actor is having that self-confidence, that self-confidence and that belief in staying, you know, staying the course of that belief because it's fucking tough. You know, like it's always tough. Like, you know, you, you never know what you're, you and when you're just starting out, like I always tell people like acting it, like people say, well, what should I do? I said, if you don't know that you want to do it, don't do it. Don't There's do no it. one foot in the water to get in the show business. Right, right. There's no could have should have water. Yeah. Like I didn't go to college because I was like, yo, I'm I'm doing this. Right. There was no failure. Like I was like, at a certain point when I was 19, I was like, there's no. This is what I'm doing. That's it. There's no second. I'm not. I'm doing this in case I, I, I you know, uh, you know, something to fall back on. Now I got lucky. Lightning struck with me. It was good luck, good timing, and I was ready to go when the right, opportunity right. presented itself. Right. I got lucky, though. I, I'm 100% you know, aware of that when I got the, the cast, cast in that movie, Zebrahead, I got lucky. Right. It was timing, but I knew, I, knew, I knew there was nobody who was going to, like, there was no one who was going to get that part. Prior to getting uh, <laughs> Zebrahead, were you ever discouraged No. about... The craft of doing I was this. I was never discouraged because I didn't know any better, you know. And I got lucky so fast. Like I, I mean, I I, I started doing stand up comedy in um, the summer of 1989. I was 19 years old. I did that. I had a bullshit job as a messenger. Like you know, it was. I remember. It was. It was. You know. It was. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not disrespecting. I don't right. even think there are messengers anymore. Right. Nah, nah. Are there messengers? Probably. The internet yeah. is so. Yeah. But but I had a job as a messenger in L. A. I had been getting into some trouble, which was which is the ear biting story, which I may I'll tell another time. But yeah. like it was like, and then I went to L.A., started doing my stand up, and I just immediately got some response, and I was lucky, and I and, and I was lucky, I just was lucky, and and but you know I auditioned for things that I wasn't gonna get, but every time I would go and audition, it was like I was gonna get something out of it. Like I auditioned for White Men Can't Jump, I knew I wasn't gonna get the part. Why? Because they needed a star. A known guy. They needed a known guy. But, like, I, I made it through the basketball part, which was, like, all the actors played basketball. It was me, Wesley Snipes, fucking Tim Hutton, Matt Dillon, every single actor you could think of. They were, Matthew they were, Modine, every wow. single actor. Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne, um, 
Shake, um, Dwayne Martin. Yeah, I mean, all the actors, all the white actors, all the black actors, every Spanish actor. We'd meet at the YMCA. They'd have you play, and if you sucked, you wouldn't even get to audition. And I, I, I did well. I did good enough. I think Martin was there. He couldn't fucking wow. play. And and um, but I remember Wesley Snipes being there. And then I would go in an audition, and the casting director, she was so nice and supportive of, of me. And she said he's not getting the part, but he did great. And like just hearing that I did good, and knowing in my heart that I did good prepared me for the next audition and like two months later the next audition was Zebrahead and I flew myself to New York for $373 that I barely had and 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 got that fucking part because wow. I was ready and I was like there's nobody else who Thank is right for this part for, for, for right now like I right. knew 1991 uh, or 92 whenever, 91 like there was no there was I was the head wigger in charge. <laughs> I was not that was it. Like I had like my whole life else. my whole life was prepared <laughs> to play that part. Right, right. Right. Like that, that, like my whole from twelve to twenty one was right. my research to play that part. Right. Right. right, I mean, pretty much. I like, remember when you got that. You like there was, me, yeah. like it was. I was not not getting that part. Yeah. So that's the acting of the week. Good question, G Moody. I appreciate you didn't take it to anything about like being naked or trying to make it with your co stars. You kept it really above board. And 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 again, public morals starts August twenty fifth on TNT. Very proud of this show. Ed Burns, Katrina Bowen, executive produced by Steven fucking Spielberg. He produced everything. Fucking E.T. Jaws. Jaws. All that. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Everything. And Public Morals, August 25th on TNT. We're out. This is the end of the podcast, G. Yeah. No, that's it. We're fucking done. No more. That's it. American Giant sponsors the I Am Rappaport podcast. Go to American-Giant.com. Check it out. T-shirts, sweatshirts, American-made, American-manufactured, really good quality, soft, rugged, hoodies, sweatpants, all of it. AmericanGiant.com. American-Giant.com. The slogan for American Giant that we created is American Giant Clothing. Champion. Can't fuck with this shit, yo.